Hey there, and welcome to Fill Me Up. I'm Steve Walker, and this is the show to help fuel your filmic discussions, such as could Mouse Guard be the next Deadpool? So, Mouse Guard is uh, it's an animated film uh, being produced by Fox um, that was shut down by Disney uh, when they merged. Um, so, Mouse Guard is a it's based it's a story that's based on a graphic novel. Story is a graphic novel, or the film, I guess, was based on the graphic novel. You know what I mean. Uh, and it's a, from what I gather from the little research that I've done, um, it's about a medieval kind of mouse civilization, which kind of sounds a bit weird. Um, but it's got like birds and there's like tortoises involved and snakes and there's like elements of war. I think. Um, it's kind of it looks like a fantasy epic, but just on a small scale, like because they're mice. Um, but yeah, but I've just Disney cancelled it. Um, they they shopped it around the the creators of it, um, but unfortunately, there's not been any takers. Um, and they announced that this week on Twitter, and they released when they did that, they released um, like the pre production sort of real like Sizzler and stuff. Um, so you like you should just go and watch it on YouTube, like and find out what it is, because um, my my description is poor at best, um, and yeah, it's really good. Like it's got some, uh, like the film itself was supposed to star Andy Serkis and Idris Elba, um, and like the footage itself is just sort of like a CGI mock up in like in the Unreal Engine, which is like a video game engine, so it kind of looks like cutscenes, and um, but it looked really really good. And they said that that's not necessarily indicative of what it would have looked like because um, they would have motion captured it and stuff. Um, but I mean, like, it looked great. And, like, I definitely would have watched, like, a 90-minute, two-hour film of that. Um, like, there isn't any dialogue in it. It's just sort of, like, yeah. It, like, it, it consists of two sections. It's basically, like, it's basically the same section twice. Um, but the first kind of sizzler reel has music with it and then the second one doesn't and it's just sort of like all the it kind of emphasizes all like the sound effects and the kind of natural like there's fire in it and like the wind and all that kind of stuff so um yeah the reason why i say is it could it be the next deadpool because back in 2014 um after a comic-con i think um some Deadpool test footage, just like two minutes, was leaked, um, and it online, and people went nuts over it. And then, like within twenty four hours, or like a few weeks, or web, I think I saw a quote that was like within twenty four hours, but that can't seem right. But then I saw another quote; it was like within a few weeks. So I don't know. Um, but soon after, uh, Fox greenlit Deadpool, and now we have Deadpool one and Deadpool two. So this isn't necessarily a leak. But, um, like, maybe if because people are seeing it and it's out there and people will watch this and they will go, oh, this is actually really good and they want people to make it and there's, like, a groundswell, then maybe a studio might take it up. Maybe Disney will change their mind and they'll go, yeah, that's fine and we'll make it now. Um, I mean, this could be the first kind of news topic that I covered that there could be a follow-up to it. I mean, if there is anything on it. If they do make anything of it, then I will definitely try and keep you apprised and keep myself apprised of it. 
Um, but yeah, no, it, it's really good footage. Just go and watch it. It's like 10 minutes. Well, I mean, if you just watch the one, then it's like five minutes long and it's really good. Like I definitely would want to watch it. So um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that no one's taken it up, but hey, oh, these, I guess there's been like a few of these sort of animated fantasy films. Like I think there was like, was the Epic a few years ago? I mean, this is like, that just sort of screams of how sort of, these films aren't really that that popular anymore because people don't people don't want them. Look, like, I don't know what the name of it is. I think it's epic. So about fairies, I don't know. So, but yeah, it looked looked like a lot of fun and looked like it would be really interesting. So, yeah, we'll see if anything happens with it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. This week I went to the cinema and I saw. I saw Toy Story, but not the Toy Story that you're thinking of. I saw a different Toy Story. I saw Child's Play, um, which technically is a story about a toy. So, yeah, it's... I mean, I, I didn't see the original. I haven't seen the original, um, but I've heard about it. I have a friend that couldn't sleep at night after watching it when they were too young, and they, they, they like, buried their doll in the yard or something. So, yeah, um... But yeah, I mean, like, it's a pretty decent horror film. Um, it's it's kind of slow to start. Um, like, the trailers make out that it's kind of... The trailers are sort of generic horror, like, lots of things happening and makes it seem like there's lots of deaths and stuff. But, like, it, it takes a bit to get going and it starts off kind of, like, more creepy than, like, anything. But then, like, later on it gets homicidal and stuff. So, yeah, um... Like, I've heard about the concept of the original, because um, it's supposed to be like a a doll that is possessed by a serial killer. But the concept of this one is that it's basically a... It's like a smart home hub, like almost like an Alexa. But, like, you talk, like you talk to it and it... But it's like a friend to your kids or something. I don't know. and But it can, like, help you do stuff. And it seems like... It's basically like an Alexa and it can control, like electronics like your tv and your thermostat and all this sort of stuff um which i thought was a really good idea um it, it makes it kind of grounded um and so it yeah it's kind of good and like i like the way that they go wrong um and like the yeah the reason why chucky is is murderous is a murderer um yeah it makes sense and it it kind of follows um there's a lot of the usual sort of like robot programming that just misunderstands stuff and takes stuff literally and blah 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 so yeah no it's good uh and the thing that makes this film though and the thing that actually made me go and watch this film is the fact that mark hamill voices chucky uh mark hamill um is uh obviously luke skywalker but to me and to a lot of other people, actually, probably more from, well, to me, it's his more important role, um, and should be more famous, in my opinion, um, he's the voice of the Joker, um, essentially, he is the voice of the Joker, even though there's been, like, numerous actors, he is the Joker, for me, um, yeah, he was the Joker in the Batman animated series, and in a bunch of a slew of other films um, released around then and since. And um, 
also in the Batman Arkham video games, he's the Joker in that as well. So like to me, he is the Joker. And there's a little bit of that in this film. Um, there's definitely a giggle that I'm like, oh, that's 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 definite Joker. So yeah, like, he makes this film for me. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, I really liked it. Um, there's there's some good deaths when they get to them. There are some good deaths. There's some good gore. Um, yeah, but like I say, it takes a while to get there, and like it, it has sort of a few comedy, comedy, comedy elements to it. Um, it's kind of quite tongue in cheek at times. Um, like it's constantly talking about how creepy he is, like just as a doll. Like the like whoever designs dolls in this world needs to be fired because they are just the creepiest looking dolls. Like dolls in themselves are creepy, but like yeah, these are they don't do themselves any favors with this one. Um. Also, there's a line where someone's like, oh, this is how the robot apocalypse starts um, and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then there's like, to, like at the end, sort of spoiler alert, they have like um when they they attack Chucky, they do like a double tap to sort of end him and like they just carry on beating him up, which is nice to see because you don't get those sort of things with other horror films. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's, it's a bit of light fun. Um, some good kills in it. Um, yeah, and like I, like, like I say, the premise is pretty grounded, so I, like, it makes it good for me. Like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, all the paranormal, supernatural stuff, so, like, this works for me. Like, this works for me way better than, like, a possessed doll, so, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, anyway, moving on to the main event of this week, um... We're going. We're going into the parallel universes, into all the other alternate timelines. We're going into another time, and this other time is where Christopher Nolan made the Spider-Man trilogy, and Sam Raimi made the Dark Knight trilogy. Maybe not called the Dark Knight trilogy, but maybe he still will. I don't know. I don't know. So. Um, yeah, I thought it was because they've got two kind of distinctive styles um, in their films and in those trilogies. And I thought, what would it be like if they switched them? Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking at we'll look at it sort of like chronologically how they will come out. Um, say Christopher Nolan did the Spider-Man films first. Um, yeah, I mean, he he's sort of Christopher Nolan sort of known for more grounded intellectual sort of films like the dark knight trilogy doesn't really have any weird stuff like it well it has some weird stuff going on in it but it in terms of like how weird it could have gone with the batman mythos they it's not that weird like they don't have a giant crocodile man there's no like super steroids drug that makes you like eight feet tall there's no pool of water that brings people back to life or and keep you immortal there's nothing like that um so yeah, I mean like when the dot when Batman begins, sorry, that's the first one. When Batman begins, I don't know why I said the Dark Knight. The Batman Begins is my favourite one as well. Man. I know that's a controversial take, but yes, Batman Begins is my favourite. Um Yeah, uh, Nolan's films are gritty. Like they were like the like Batman Begins sort of started hollywood's obsession with the gritty reboot um and so maybe like if he did that 
like the way that he makes his films, maybe he if he did that sort of style with Spider-Man, maybe he'd have that sort of obsession like half a decade earlier. Um, I mean, part I feel like part of the reason why you have the sort of the obsession with gritty reboots and why how you can do a gritty reboot is because we got kind of there'd been a number of sort of bland, sort of generic, light-hearted, kind of campy, kind of silly superhero films or just sort of like franchise films in general genre films in general um and like like especially with batman you had like batman forever and batman and robin um and like in other kind of superhero films you have fantastic four and like and and the spider-man films i guess um before the dark knight trilogy and so coming into the dark knight trilogy it's a breath of fresh air it's something new it's a new take but if you've got but if you do it like five years early, you may not have like else. You don't really have that, especially with Spider-Man, because it's like the first. I well, I think there are other live-action Spider-Man films in, from the seventies, but they're like you can't really count them, um, because they're just so old and so weird. Um, so like it, there isn't really anything to compare the spider-man films too so that like i think the part of the reason why the the kind of gritty take on batman in the dark knight trilogy works so well is because you had the failure that was batman and robin like nearly a decade earlier so yeah i I mean like i'm not saying that it wouldn't work but maybe it wouldn't and maybe there wouldn't be a lot of traction so it like a big thing that uh, the Dark Knight trilogy helped with Christopher Nolan was that he, I think I think he signed some sort of deal with Warner Brothers. So like like every in between every film he had a uh, his own film that he wrote and directed and was brought out. Um, in between them all and like like surrounding them, um, but say you say he worked with Sony and on the Spider Man films and they didn't get a lot of traction. Maybe he doesn't get a deal like that. Um, so you get less of these Nolan films. I mean, they wouldn't change the films necessarily because, I mean, he wrote all of them. So, like, they'd still be those films. Like, you'd still get, like, The Prestige and you'd still get Inception, but you just wouldn't maybe get them as often because Sony may not want to take that sort of risk on those sort of films because if the Spider-Man films haven't performed so well. Um, and I guess maybe, like, worst case scenario he'd maybe have to change his style up a bit maybe he'd have to go a bit more lighthearted. maybe he'd have to be a little less serious i don't know um i mean story-wise let's kind of say that films do work and like he sort of has his creative control and free reign and stuff to do whatever he wants like he did with dark knight trilogy i reckon like batman is quite a ground like his origin and everything is quite grounded. He's just a guy, a rich guy in a suit and a car, essentially, with some gadgets. Like, there's nothing that crazy about it. Whereas Spider-Man, he gets bitten by a radioactive spider and he, like, can shoot... Like, especially in the Raimi trilogy, he, like, shoots webs, like, organically. And, like, he has the spidey sense and all this sort of stuff. So there's a lot of weird weirdness going on with that. And so I think that I feel like Christopher Nolan would try would want to delve into the science of it and try and justify it a little bit, um, like especially the origin. 
And then you'd probably, in terms of villains, you'd probably get less out there villains. So, like, from the from Raimi's trilogy or the original trilogy, you'd probably get, like, your Green Ark, Green Ark, your Green Goblin and your Dark Ark will probably be fine. Um, they're just sort of experiments that went wrong. Well, Dark Ark's experiment that went wrong. And then um, they're more mechanical sort of villains, like Green Goblin in the Raimi trilogy is just a guy going insane, almost like the Joker in the Dark Knight trilogy to a certain extent. I know they're nothing alike, but they are like, especially in the comics, I'd say Green Goblin and the Joker are kind of similar. Um, but then talking about the villains in the Raimi trilogy, Venom and Sandman, don't think those had happened there. I feel like those are two out there. Like I know Venom was pushed on Raimi by the studio. So maybe, which I feel is crazy after Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is like the best one by of those films by far, and everyone loves it. And the first one was really good as well, and I don't know why the studio like, felt like they needed to push their agenda on it, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, other villains you could see, like, you maybe get, like, a mech rhino suit, like you had in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Probably not to that sort of size or capacity but maybe something like that and you probably get maybe a shocker or a vulture like in homecoming like the vulture in homecoming is nothing like the vulture from the comics like the vulture from the comics is just a really old guy that has wings or something like like feathery wings it's very strange but um yeah like the vulture in home spider-man homecoming is way different like there's alien tech in there i mean it wouldn't be alien tech in nolan's film but like it'd be tech based probably so like and the look probably wouldn't be too dissimilar so yeah um yeah you'd probably get i mean like probably in total you like it may be a mix of like of of the raimi spider-man films and some of the new spider-man films but like it'd be less comic booky and it'd be more grounded. Um because because like his films are more grounded and more serious. And like in terms of that, the character of Spider Man would be different to the one that we've had recently with Tom Holland. Like he wouldn't be very he wouldn't be quippy. He'd probably be more broody. But like I mean that's not that different from the Raimi Spider Man, to be honest. Like Tommy Maguire was quite mopey. And he said a few quips here and there, but they were quite lackluster. And so I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be that different. And but in some ways, but in others, it it would. I reckon. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on to how Raimi's Batman would go. Um, now I feel like Raimi and Batman is almost a, like a match made in heaven. Because um, Bat Batman. Jeez, man, because Raimi uh, actually has a background in horror comedy. Now, I know comedy isn't necessarily like what you think of with Batman, but the horror element definitely does. And like the, I, it definitely matches the gothic aesthetic of Gotham. I mean, Gotham is, well, I don't know why, but well, I know I do know why it's called Gotham. I think there is something to do with... Um, because there's a place outside of Nottingham in the UK uh, called Gotham. Um, and I heard that um, when they were name, trying to name the city in 
the comic, they were there was some story about all the mad people go like rather than being in Nottingham, they send all the mad people out to Gotham or something like just sort of a joke or something. So I think that's where it came from, um, which I find quite funny because I used to live in Nottingham and I used to pass the signs that say Gotham all the time. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to maybe I should move out to Gotham and buy a manor there. Um, anyway, um, yeah, like I say, Raimi, I feel like it's match made in heaven because you've got that horror aspect. But also, um, Sam Raimi actually made a superhero film before Spider-Man trilogy. Um, he made a film in 1990 called Darkman. Um, and he basically made that up because he couldn't get the rights to The Shadow, which is another comic book uh, property, or Batman. Um, so if he'd have got the rights to Batman, he would have just flat out made a Batman film there. I mean, this is 1990 when Tim Burton has it, so he's definitely not making it. But um, yeah, and like if you read the plot synopsis of Darkman, it reads like the origin of a Batman villain, essentially. Like, um, it says, a brilliant scientist left for dead returns to exact revenge on the people who burn him alive. And if that doesn't sound like a Batman villain, I don't know what it does. Um, so, yeah. Um, like, his films are quite weird in places, like especially like the Evil Dead. I mean, I haven't really seen, from what I've seen of the Evil Dead films, they do seem quite strange and weird. And I think that he would definitely wouldn't would be able to lean into the weird and wonderful aspects of the Batman mythos. Like you'd probably be able to introduce villains like Man Bat, like Killer Croc, but way better than in Suicide Squad. Like the like nine foot tall, more crocodile the man monster uh killer croc uh and scarface like the um so scarface is like a basically a ventriloquist's dummy but the ventriloquist does everything that the dummy tells him and the dummy has his own voice and stuff and his own personality and everything and he's like a crime boss it's great um so yeah and you get villains like that just weird wacky villains like that it'd be great um and something that i feel that raimi had wasn't able to do on the spider-man films was have these horror scenes like horror centric scenes like stuff that he used to do um like there's one in spider-man 2 where doc Ock wakes up after having the uh arms fused to him and it's there's like you just see shadows of like limbs just tearing people apart and like you see like a like people flying across the screen and stuff and screams and stuff like and that's like a good horror style scene in that film but with batman you can just go gung-ho like you could just go all out on the horror and like i feel like having a horror kind of film especially like a horror comic book film and like a superhero film something we haven't really seen like you had the blade films um in the 90s and blade trinity i guess but they're not that well known and they they like they're like nearly 20 years old those films or they are 20 years old 20 years old so i mean like it's been a long time like there was constantine in like 2005 i think but i don't know if that was that horror centric either like but Raimi with a Batman film would definitely be able to go all out and just have something that 
we haven't seen before really uh in comic book films and like having a horror director like that would work really well i think um something else that he he does really well is that he nails the comic book kind of aspect of a city um like a lot of films now um you just get the sort of generic grayish um kind of palette of a city that is that you that is a city in itself but like the spider-man trilogy had this sort of sepia tone aspect to him that that was quite unique but it i felt like it matched like the sort of comic book aspect and comic book feel of it um really well and so i mean like if he could do something like that like you probably like if you could do something like that with batman stuff like maybe have a bit more i don't know a bit more greeny or yellow or something like that mixed in with like the grays and the blacks and stuff yeah i think it would be it'd be an interesting sort of palette and it, it would be distinctive and i think that i think that's something that he will be able to do like the dark knight trilogy in itself i feel like the dark knight trilogy have sort of a like a blue sort of palette to it a lot of the time um which is good but um yeah, but it's not really like I kind of like each film has a bit of a palette to it. Like the first film has a bit of like an orangey sort of palette to it, but like it, it's not as pronounced as the Raimi stuff in Spider Man. Like throughout that trilogy, like you could almost take like a scene from that and it'd be like, oh yeah, that's death. Like and sort of nail down that it that it's from that those sort of that those films just from the way that it looks and those feels and stuff like just a shot of a building and be like oh yeah that looks like uh, one from it the Raimi films um but also i've because he's not afraid to go into these world the weird and wonderful world of comic books and stuff like in the Raimi films he actually had um a lot of designs kind of pulled straight from the comic books like the like sandman looks exactly like he does in the comics like even the spider-man suit looks amazing like it looks it's not necessarily identical like there's been a lot of different designs but like it's pretty accurate and it's pretty close and like jd and jameson like the way that they did that is just incredible like obviously like there's a huge part of that is jk simmons and like he is basically jd and jameson but like it, it wouldn't work as well if you didn't have like the hair, the makeup, the dress, like the dress sense. Like if it, like if any of that was out, that it wouldn't have the same impact. But it like is dead on. So yeah, all of that, the production design and everything, would be what well, yeah would just be straight out of comic books. It would be I think it would work really well. Um, I mean Tim Burton tried to do sort of like campy slash horror sort of thing kind of the gothic sort of thing and it was fine and it was okay but like uh i feel like Raimi would do a better job and like i really liked the gotham tv show i thought that actually kind of nailed the the weirdness of gotham um and sort of the feel of the city um I actually really liked it. I know a lot of people weren't that into it, but I feel like it's all equal, like it nailed Gotham, in my opinion. But um, yeah, and I feel like Raimi would be able to do like a really good job, and you'd be able to do something like that, but on a big scale, um, which I, is something that I definitely want to see. Um, 
And like I say, I mean, like having a horror take would just be something new. And I'd love to see that. Um, and it'd be good to see, especially like in this timeline, you'd have the Nolan Spider-Man films first. And so to go from like these kind of grounded intellectual films, just something weird, wacky, but horror would just be so different and so good. And it'd just be such a good palate cleanser. And I think it'd be just good stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, speaking of superhero film genres, um, the lighter for this week to help get your conversation started and your discussion started. Um, what genre would you like to see superhero films tackle? Um, or I should say tackle more because a lot of like the ones I've listed as I went through them, I was like, mm, they, it's sort of in that film. And it's sort of in this film. Um, cause speaking of horror, that's the first one on my list. Cause I was like, yeah, I want more horror in my comic book films. I want more horror in my superhero films. And like Dr. Strange, like I was quite excited at first because it had, cause Dr. Strange has a horror director, but there isn't really any horror in it. Like, he's got weirdness to it, yeah, but it's not got any horror in it, really, which I was a bit disappointed by. It seemed like I was going in kind of going, oh, this is going to be some scary stuff in this, but there isn't anything. And, like, I know it's not going to be, like, an 18 and there's not going to be, like, slashes and weirdness and stuff, but, like, I thought there was going to be some sort of things, like, there was, but there isn't really anything. Um, there is supposed to be some horror stuff in New Mutants, if that ever comes out. Um, but I don't know because originally there wasn't, but then they released a horror kind style trailer and it's like, yeah, we'll put some horror in that, but we might not release it ever. So who knows? Um, apparently the Swamp Thing TV show is supposed to be kind of horror related. I mean, like Swamp Thing in itself is a horror kind of, uh, it's sort of horror related. So, um, same with Constantine or Constantine. I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Um, but yeah, like the, like I say, they had the Constantine film in 2005 and they had the TV show as well. And like, yeah, having those sort of things, like bring them to the big screen, have put horror stuff in it, do, do it, do it Hollywood, get on it. Um, another one that I want to see is espionage. So we've seen like, we saw a little bit kind of in Winter Soldier. But it's more that was more like political conspiracy sort of thing. Um, but like it's something that we should hopefully see in Black Widow. Um, going out doing sort of spy stuff. Like a superhero spy is pretty cool. Um, uh, it's a pretty cool idea. And I, uh, yeah, I want to see more of it. Um, yeah, like I say, Black Widow should hopefully scratch that itch. Um, but yeah, even after that, I'd love to see more stuff. Um, after that um westerns i'd love to see some westerns you know just westerns in general i guess but like um superhero westerns specifically we had jonah hex back in 2010 which i was younger and i i quite liked it but my taste in films back then wasn't so great so i've not been back to it since but um yeah we haven't really had a good superhero western I mean, Logan is sort of a neo-Western. Um, so, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe what you could do, because that Logan was sort of um, partially adapted, very loosely 
based on the old man Logan comics, um, which is sort of like a which is a neo western essentially. So like maybe you just work through the, the and there's other comics in that sort of series. There's like an old man Captain America. There's an old man Quill, uh, which is Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. So maybe you just work through stuff like that and have like westerns. That'd be good fun. Um, and lastly, I'd love to see more heist films. I mean, Ant-Man was a heist film. You've got the heist in Endgame. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy sort of has a heist, sort of maybe. Um, but just I love a heist. I just love a heist. Get me, get a team together. Get a person who can phase through and get the whatever it is that we need. Get someone who can do surveillance. Get someone who can do the getaway. Like, I love all the the stuff of like getting a team together like having banter between them just having a fun time just doing a heist it's good stuff get more get it in the cinema more i like it do it more um but yeah but that's just a lot for this week so like yeah i mean let me know if you you have any genres that you want to talk about or, or just tell each other tell yourself tell tell your friends uh tell whoever you want um but yeah um speaking of uh getting in touch um as always um you can get in touch with me at all out walker on twitter if you have anything to comment on uh about anything in this episode or previous episodes or anything in particular that you want to or any questions you want to ask or anything um yeah there's yeah twitter at all out walker there's facebook uh facebook.com slash fill me up pod and there's all you could also email me uh at fill me up pod at outlook.com um yeah next week uh we'll be looking at another duology i'm gonna try and get my stuff sorted and um yeah and get my stuff together a bit more so that i'll be able to so once um so whenever, like, whatever week I'm doing the a duology, I'll announce, I'll I'll say what the next duology will be. So you'll have two weeks to watch it, um, if you want to, um, because I'll be looking at Ghostbusters one and two next week, um, but you don't, like, I've tried to pick some films that because there's not as much time. I've tried to pick some films that people will probably have seen, or at least know about, but. I'm gonna. I'm trying to rejig it a little bit and redo, re uh, rethink the duology segment because because people don't always have time to see these films and you don't really want to go into spoiler talk about them all the time and so I'm trying to do it for do it so it's fairly spoiler free and that you can listen even though you might not have watched them. Um, yeah, I'll try and talk more about the production and the ideas around it and kind of plan sequels or just the franchise as a whole and stuff like that and just sort of interesting tidbits and stuff like that so yeah so stay tuned uh for that next week um but for now um yeah that's it i think good stuff all right then uh once again thank you very much for listening um and i will see you next week bye